of our conference masterclass. I want to say a big welcome to you. Um, I believe that we have been having an amazing time, you know, in this conference season. And I believe that it has been a blessing to you. Um, I just want to take this opportunity to um, remind you that you should keep your eyes focused on all of the promises and all of the things that God has spoken to us in this season. You see, this thing happens a lot of times, you know, where God would have spoken to people, God would have said things to people, and then events in the earth will begin to play out, you know, that seem to be contrary to what God has said. And the funny thing is that people will begin to forget what God has said. In fact, um, they are going to, down through the years, um, as we look at scripture, you'd notice that people have the disposition as though they have been duped, you know, as though God has duped them, as though somebody has duped them by saying something and then the opposite is happening. But you see, um, when God speaks, okay, what he has spoken, it was not given to control the events in the earth. Oh, wow, this is so good. When God speaks, he speaks to control the way your heart responds. He speaks to control your own heart, all right? God doesn't speak to control the events in the earth. God speaks to control your response, you know, to when things happen. So so that your heart is constantly tilted towards God, what God has said as against what is going on around you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's actually a training that our hearts need to learn, all right, to be fixed on what God has said. So God can say a thing right now, you know, and then, you know, something that looks like the, the exact opposite begins to break out in the earth. That shouldn't um, cause your heart to migrate from what God has said to begin to focus on what is in the environment. I'll give you a very good example, all right, where Jesus, you know, had spoken to the disciples and said, we're going to the other side. And every time God speaks, his word is cre has a creative ability or has is a creative force, rather. You know, so Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And then, you know, the guys got on the boat and then it was a lake and then a storm arose, you know. And they, they quickly forgot all that Jesus had said to them because of the presence of the storm, you know. And they began to panic and all of that. But Jesus was right there sleeping. You know, so you see, God God does not speak his word to control what is in the earth or what is in the environment per se. God speaks to control your heart's response. God speaks and his word is supposed to control your heart, all right? Control your response and control what you say as against controlling what is in the environment. It is what you say out of the word that God has spoken that is actually going to control the environment. Wow, that's that's really very important to note. I didn't realize that we'll get started right on this, this kind of heavy notes, but I mean, God has gotten us started on this note. Welcome to Conference Masterclass Day 2, all right? We're going to have a great time on tonight. I want you to sit back, relax, invite your friends, you know, get everybody that you know to be part of this session. It's going to be a powerful one. 
Um, and do not forget the reason why we, the Spirit of God gave us this master class is to sort of take everything that you've learned during the main conference day and break it down into things that you can use, usable, usable not gets, for lack of a better word so that you do not experience what we call information overload. You actually have, you know, the tips and, you know, the bite-sized ideas that you can take right now and begin to run with immediately. And the, the one of the things that I need to help you understand about knowledge is that whenever you learn something, it's so important that you start to create the avenue to put it to work immediately. Don't wait one second. Don't wait one day. Don't wait three days. You know, the way it works is that for it to become a habit for you, you have to have started using it immediately. If you wait for one day, you might be overtaken by events. You wait for one more week, you might just forget everything and that event would have gone. Because every event actually happens to have an impact on you. And if you if you dissociate yourself from the event, then that impact will be lost. So if you don't start to use what you're learning immediately, I can almost assure you, I'm not prophesying, but I can almost assure you that in a couple of days, you would have forgotten everything that you have heard or learned because you'll be overtaken by events. Okay, so decide today that after this masterclass, you're going to begin to use all that you have learned out of this session, okay? And you put it to work immediately. So invite your friends, ensure that you are not being distracted. We're going to go on a break. And when we come back, we will go right into the conversation for the evening. So don't go anywhere. I will be right back and we will start our conversation for the evening. I love you all. God bless you. Welcome back, everybody. So we are going into the conversation for tonight, and our masterclass conversation is faith for institutions. Faith for institutions. All right. So let's let's quickly go back again to the definition of institutions. Like we receive, it's very important to start from what we consider to be an institution. So we said that institutions are human interfaces created that are created to advance the world as we know it, leading people and systems to know and be transformed by the love of God. If you look at um, the, the quotes that we put out yesterday, you would see something there um, which we introduced to the conversation and it is by the influence of the spirit. So all of this we are talking about is actually by the influence of the spirit. 
we also made mention of the fact that an interface is a means by which interaction or communication is achieved so speaking about birthing institutions we must realize that in the institutions we are birthing they are not they are not spiritual institutions they are actually they might have a spiritual origin but they are institutions birthed to um, interface with other human beings i get what i'm saying um, and the whole basis of that interface or of that communication or interaction is to introduce people and systems to the revelation of the love of god now what, what we are trying to say is this without the existence of your institution or of that which you are part of all right people may not experience the love of god so people are going to experience the love of god through that which you give birth to okay and it's so important that we realize that it is the love of god that is actually powering our institutions and i want you to take note of that it is actually the love of god that is powering our institutions it is the love of god that is powering our creativity it is the love of god that is powering our birthing of anything okay so when we are receiving institutions please realize that when we speak about institutions we are talking about human interfaces all right that are created to advance the world as we know it to make the world as we know it a better place so for your institutions to actually be of god it has to make the world a better place and not a worse place and let, let's take that into our human interactions when you interact with people when you engage in a space when you are part of an organization your goal must be to make it better not to make it worse and you know that if you do anything that is against that organization like bickering like murmuring like gossiping like um, you know harboring hate in your heart harboring dissensions in your heart and all of that those things will actually you know kill the organization that you are a part of and this is we, we all have to realize that you know we our institutions are human interfaces okay that we create we birth and the whole idea of birthing these institutions is to advance the world as we know it to make it a better place to make the world around us a better place and the whole idea is also to lead people and systems to know and be transformed by the love of god do you understand so you're not just a cobbler you're not just a mechanic you're not just a medical doctor you're not just an accountant you're not just an engineer everything that we do has been given to us all right and the whole essence of having all of these skill sets and all of this creativity is to bring people and systems to know the love of god now you know the funny thing is that if we don't make our lives about this and we don't intentionally make our lives about this um, we're going to realize that we ended up chasing shadows we ended up living for things and magnifying things that meant absolutely nothing 
I get what I'm saying? You lived to achieve things that actually mean nothing. Do you get what I'm saying? This is actually what this is what makes living meaningful. So you see sometimes that people have made a lot of money, you know, they have gained a lot of notoriety, but they are still not fulfilled. They are still not satisfied. There's still something missing. Well, I dare tell you that this is exactly what is missing. Do you understand what I'm saying? That when people live their lives just for themselves, without realizing that there is a greater cause, there's a greater reason why you are on this earth. And that reason is to reconcile systems and people to the love of God. Get them to be transformed by the love of God. This gives new meaning to everything we do in our lives. It gives new meaning to our interactions. It gives new meaning to going, getting an education, getting a master's degree. It gives new meaning, you know, to every ambition that you might have. The essence and the goal must be that you are equipping yourself okay to become a better human interface all right through which people will get to know the love of god do you do you get what i'm saying this is very important because if if people are not coming to know the love of god through your institution then there's no reason why you should birth that institution there's no reason why that institution should exist in the first place i get what i'm saying i mean there's absolutely no reason the you know because we are believers we must settle very quickly we must settle very quickly with the idea that you are not just a believer you know strolling and struggling in the earth but that there is a major reason why God put you on this earth and is to reconcile people and systems to the love of Jesus Christ. So whatever we birth must be able to do this. Praise God forevermore. Glory to God. So from this definition, okay, from the definition that we just looked at, it is obvious or it should be clear to us that the motivation, and I want you to take note of this, the motivation for birthing institutions is the love of god okay the motivation for birthing any institution whatsoever must be the love of god what do i mean by this what i mean is that every institution we birth must be an avenue or must give people an opportunity to know and be transformed by the love of God. So the motivation for birthing institutions is not money, is not fame, is not success, is not notoriety, it is not any of those things. The motivation for birthing institutions is to get people to know and be transformed by the love of God. You see, every other cause have their motivation all right some causes are motivated by making sure that everybody becomes you know gay or lesbian all right it's it, it would be tragedy all right for believers to exist without a motivation all right for believers to be birthing things without motivation 
you know and it's so important that we align our motivation and make our motivation right you know a motivation is simply motive what's your motive for wanting to do x what's your motive for wanting to birth y what's your motive for having have for harboring this ambition is it just so that people will know you is it just so that people will accolade you and say oh you've done well for yourself and for your family you know this whole idea you know a lot of people have faith they have big faith but if you check the root of their faith it is just so that they can show off it is just so that they can boast that they have done something meaningful with their lives you know i remember saying this a lot of times you know you hear a lot of people say oh this person has done well for himself this person has done well for herself you know how about who is doing well for the cause of christ you see so institutions exist vis-a-vis you know the revelation of the love of god in other words they actually exist side by side a believer wants to birth an institution and the reason why they are birthing that institution is because this institution they are birthing is the only way that people are going to is, is you, you know the only way that people are going to experience the love of god let me put it like this all right so the love of god exists in the earth all right within the vehicle within the confines of the institutions that we either birth or that we become do you understand what i'm saying so as people gain influence in life the reason why you are gaining that influence is so that you can be a voice and so that you can establish systems that will demonstrate the love of god what that means is that when people come in contact with your idea with your creative solution with your company with your career with your whatever it is that they come in contact with they should be able to experience the love of god i love the way pastor chris oyakilome puts it you know he says let the let the world see jesus in your eyes let them feel jesus in your touch you know let them sense jesus in your voice you know let them see jesus in the birthing of our institutions hallelujah so what this means is that each and every one of us have the responsibility all right of demonstrating the love of jesus through the things that we are giving birth to in the earth now this is so important and i i I really um want to believe that our hearts are open all right to um all of these things that are being shared right now so we're going to go into scripture the scripture that we used all right to close out the conversation last week on sunday is the scripture we're going to use and it's in galatians chapter number five and verse six galatians chapter number five and verse six all right it says for now here's what it says it says for if we are in christ jesus if we are in christ jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith activated energized expressed and working through love now what does this scripture mean what this scripture means is that you know many times people leave the real thing 
they leave what is supposed to be important and they go begin chasing shadows they are just chasing unimportant stuff you understand what i'm saying people are focused on performance they are focused on um are we are we are we right before god are we, are you circumcised are you not circumcised you know have you dotted your eyes have you crossed your t's and paul is saying here that these um human rudiments and human traditions and human elements all right and this human behavior all right do not count for anything before god let me put it like this you know all of the things that people do to show you know that they are holier than the other person you know to show that they are better than somebody else oh this person has lied i have never lied you know so people get occupied with mundane things mundane conversations oh this this person said this i have never said that and i will never say that and because of that i am better than this other person no that's not what god measures god is not looking at circumcision or uncircumcision god is not looking at people's performance or people's behavior what god is looking at is your faith okay wow this is so powerful god is occupied with looking at your faith your faith rather i'm sorry about that your faith that is activated and energized and expressed and working through love so god is occupied with your faith getting to work all right as a result of your understanding of the love of God. Now, this is so powerful because this actually gives us an impression or it gives us an idea, all right, that what God is truly interested in is that people come to know his love for them and then through the revelation of that love, they are equipped to to use their faith for institutions, to actually birth things. The way God looks at it is that, look, um i don't want a waste of investment do you understand what i'm saying i want people to use the investment i've made in their lives the deposits that i have made in their lives to actually birth things that are meaningful in the earth now let me say this so if a believer does not do this thing that i am saying now does not use the investment that god has made in their lives to birth things that are meaningful in the earth does it mean that they are not going to make heaven of course you know the answer the answer is, is is no it doesn't mean they are not going to make heaven it doesn't mean that they are not going to go to heaven when they die it doesn't mean that when jesus comes they will not be raptured or something like that like they missed out on something no you see jesus already qualified you for all that the father has made available to us heaven inclusive rapture inclusive jesus has qualified you for all of those things and it's a good thing to know that we are not trying to do anything in the earth so that we can get god's attention or so that we can impress him no we are actually ambassadors of the kingdom of god we are actually ambassadors of christ we are his representatives we are already safe and we are already saved this is very important two things we are already safe and we are already saved i get what i'm saying we have the consciousness that we are already safe and we are already saved so we are not trying to do anything in the earth so that we can get god to be impressed with us do you understand we are actually god's children coming from a good home all right and we are at the idea is that we are bringing other people home along with us now you see this gives us the 
the settlement of heart or gives them gives us the calmness of heart to actually go out and be impactful or go out and get things done you know we are not we are not under duress we're not under pressure to impress our father all right so that he can give us good grades and so that he can give us good scores no the betting of institutions is not to get god's accolades the birthing of institutions the reason why we are birthing institutions and why we are receiving keys to institutions is so that through us other people can come in contact or can have an interaction with the revelation of the love of god we are already safe and we are already saved i get what i'm saying we are not trying to do this so that we can be safe or so that we can be saved no 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 a thousand times no we are already safe we are already saved but the reason why we are learning to receive keys to institutions and become useful for the advancement of the cause of christ is so that because of us through us through that which we birth other people will get to know the revelation of the love of jesus other people will get to know the father's heart through the things that we are giving birth to and this is so important what this means is that you and i as believers must align very quickly all right to the revelation of the father's heart because otherwise you are going to be taking a position in life that is not in sync with the revelation of the father's heart i'll give you a very quick example so i pastor an institution or or i am a pastor of an institution that is designed to bring to bear the father's heart all right to demonstrate the father's heart now everybody in that institution must align with the demonstration of the father's heart it is not the father's heart that somebody who gets pregnant out of wedlock should be shamed and disgraced and embarrassed no that's not the father's heart it's not the father's heart that somebody who um, is caught in fornication or adultery should be embarrassed should be um that we will use our words you know to hack them down condemn them and then make a reproach out of them no that's not the father's heart you see so that as i pastor this institution every interaction with me all right must be an avenue for people to come to know the father's heart you know i so that i'm not falsely representing the father's heart are you get what i'm saying so that when things happen it is the father's position that i take on the matter not the position of prevailing society i get what i'm saying when people make mistakes when people err when people fall into temptation you know it is the father's position that we take on the matter and not what you know anybody thinks or says do you, do you understand what i'm saying you know and this is so important because we all must equip ourselves to know that whatever we represent in the earth must be represented out of the revelation of the father's heart all right so that you are not wrongly presenting the father so that you are not wrongly introducing the father okay so i want you to be so invested in this that you get to know that this is the way god wants you to think all right so let's let's continue this conversation very quickly and i want to make mention of certain things okay the first thing that i want to make mention of is the fact that you can have faith for every area of your life 
where you want to see a change let me put it like this you actually already have faith for every area of your life where you want to see a change all right you already have the faith because if you are born again in christ jesus then you are born with faith okay you were born with faith you know for every area of your life where you want to see a change and let me dare say as well that you already have faith for institutions you already have faith to birth institutions god has already given you faith for big things all right for betting institutions you're not trying to build faith god has already given you birth with faith for institutions so the question that we would ask after we come back from this break would be what are the areas of your life that you want to see a change what are the areas of your life that you want to see a change and we would take this question and answer this question as we come back from this break so sit back relax don't go anywhere we will be right back right back after this timeout god bless you Welcome back um, to our conversations, Faith for Institutions. So one of the things that we have said, all right, is that you should think about the areas of your life where you want to see a change, okay? Think about all the areas of your life. You can write it down, all of the areas of your life where you actually want to see a change. And then maybe the next question would be what are the areas of your life or in what areas do you desire to birth institutions the institutions you want to birth in what in what areas of life do you want to birth institutions you want to write those things down okay you want to write them down now if you actually write those things down okay what areas of your life do you want to see a change okay and what areas of your life do you desire to birth institutions you want to write those things down what areas do you want to see institutions born what areas do you want to birth institutions now the other thing that i want you to know is that i want you to have faith for those things you have written down okay god wants you to have faith for the things that you have written down or let me put it like this you already have faith for it so what you need to do is activate your faith switch on your faith for those things so one of the things i want you to write down is that you already have faith for these institutions god has already given you faith for it so now you need to switch on your faith and then the third thing i want you to know is that god has loved you for it god has loved you to be able to give you those things god loves you enough to be able to give you those things but you see 
this conversation we are having faith for institutions is actually a very powerful stuff you see because a lot of times people think that they just stumble into experiences no you have to have faith for it you know so what that means is that you you need to take out some time okay from your busy schedule and sit down and actually write the things that you that you are having faith for you know have write down the things you're having faith for in specifics like i want to see this happen in the next three years with specifics and then switch on your faith in that regard have faith for it all right have faith for it like being faith for it do you understand what i'm saying so that you it's not accidental you know you're not just living your life by coincidence by happenstance no you can actually intentionally intentionally have faith for things are you getting what i'm saying so as we proceed we're going to look at that scripture galatians 5 and verse 6 but i want to share certain things with you so speaking about birthing institutions or having faith for institutions there are two concepts that i want to introduce to you right now and the first concept is the concept called pioneer okay pioneer so when it comes to birthing institutions we must realize that some of us are pioneers some people are pioneers i get what i'm saying and what is a pioneer a pioneer is someone who directly receives a vision or direct directly receives an inspiration to birth something you know so a pioneer is somebody who actually receives directly you know the inspiration to cut to chart a cause in a particular direction okay so some of us will be pioneers some of us will be given the responsibility of saddling or birthing new things some others are what we call contributors so some are pioneers some are contributors so some of us may not start something of our own i get what i'm saying some of us may not start something of our own but we will contribute to the development of something that already exists not all of us will be pioneers i get what i'm saying some of us will be contributors do you understand this that i am saying okay but now let me explain this to you you know um you can be both a pioneer and a contributor in some areas of your life you will be a pioneer in other areas of your life you will be a contributor are you getting what i'm saying in some spaces you would be a pioneer in other spaces you might be a contributor so we we are in fact the honest truth is that we are both all through our lives we are sometimes we're pioneering something at other times we are contributing to the existence of something now pioneers let me let me just define this again pioneers are people who are saddled with the responsibility of birthing something out of nothing these are visionary leaders who lead the way and chart new pathways all right they are leaders who birth visions and lead from the front i get what i'm saying okay so that's what a pioneer is now a contributor is someone who may not be a pioneer but they come in to support 
an already existing vision all right now you see contributors are support systems for pioneers okay but here's what i need you to know at some um seasons in our lives we will be pioneers at other times we will be contributors in fact sometimes we are switching simultaneously from pioneering in one space to contributing in another or from contributing in one space to pioneering in another i need you to realize that peradventure you find out that all you are doing is contributing that doesn't mean something is wrong with you i get what i'm saying not everybody has been given the responsibility of pioneering stuff of charting a new cause in a particular direction i get what i'm saying some people will just be contributors and people must get comfortable all right with whatever um posture whatever assignment that god has given to them but i dare say all right that many times we actually play we actually put on both shoes we in some spaces we are pioneers in other spaces we are contributors i get what i'm saying but here's the thing that i need you to know and i want you to write this down both pioneers and contributors benefit from the presence of an established institution okay this is something that you you've got to know all right so pioneers and contributors actually enjoy the benefit of having an established institution so you want to think about it in what spaces are you a pioneer and in what spaces are you a contributor now the whole idea is that you must realize that people are getting to experience the love of god either from your pioneering or from your contribution you see people people miss this many times they, many times people think because um the, all they are doing is contribute then there's no need to do it well and there's no need to do it with all their heart and there's no need you know um to reveal the love of jesus through your contribution let me tell you all right whether you are pioneering or you are contributing there is the need for people to see the love of god through your pioneering or contribution you understand don't make a mistake about this many times people think like because i am not the front person then however i contribute does not matter you see in another space you will be a pioneer or something and god will send contributors to you and would to god that the people that come to you as contributors contribute to your institution the way you are contributing to somebody else's pioneering institution i don't know if you get what i'm saying i get what i'm saying so whether you are a pioneer or a contributor the bottom line the common denominator is that whatever institution we are birthing is an avenue through which people come in contact with the love of god so people are coming in contact with the love of god through your contribution or the lack of it so if you are not contributing effectively it means that people are missing out of experiencing the love of god because you are not contributing the way you ought to contribute and if you're a pioneer and you are not pioneering effectively what this simply means also is that people are missing out on the understanding or the revelation they are missing out on being transformed by the love of god because you are not pioneering effectively 
And this is such an important aspect of this conversation. You are either a pioneer or you are a contributor. And sometimes you might be both. But you see, one thing is certain. People should come in contact with the love of God through your contribution and through your pioneering. I get something. So if, if you are in a space and what you're contributing is rancor and bickering and gossip and malice, all right, and jealousy, all right, and reproach and strife, then guess what? People will not experience the love of God. And it might be in your workplace, it might be in your business, it might be in, you know, in your office, it might be in your career. But your contribution should not be malice, should not be jealousy, should not be anger, should not be strife, you know, should not be contentiousness. You understand? You can't be contributing gossip. You can't be contributing um, hatred. You can't be con contributing evil contentions. You can't be contributing, you know, I I'm not talking to this person. I and this person don't go well. That cannot be your contribution because the whole idea is that people are supposed to see the love of God in your eyes. They are supposed to feel the love of God in your touch. So the next time you want to make a remark about somebody or about an event or about something, think to yourself, is this contribution the love of God? Is this that I am doing a demonstration of the love of God? Whichever side of the fence you sit in some in some areas of your life you're going to be a pioneer all right and you'll be praying that god will send you contributors who have a kingdom heart praise god and then in some other areas you're going to be a contributor okay but the whole idea is that we cannot use our untransformed personality you know to kill the institutions that god is birthing because you must realize that the presence of these institutions is one of the ways that God has designed to have his influence felt in the earth. God is a creative God. So he's not just going to um, leave the manifestation of his power without any channel, all right, to keep it flowing, to keep it consistent. And so these institutions are God's way of ensuring that things last, you know, things outlive time. Do you understand that things actually stay till the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And I'm telling you, this must be very big on the Father's hearts. That people understand that whatever you find your hands doing, whether you are a pioneer or a contributor, you must do it as unto the Lord. You must do it with all your heart. So what that means is that if I am a contributor to something that God gave to someone, then I must be willing to learn how to contribute. It's not every contribution that is acceptable. You understand? You must learn how to contribute in that particular institution. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, let me give you an example very quick. You know, you, you say that you are let's say a mechanic and then you go to a bank and you decide to wear your mechanic clothes inside the bank and you decide to give mechanic contributions in the bank whilst you might be trying to contribute your contribution is out of place your mechanic clothes does not fit into what happens in the bank so you must just you must realize that yours is not just to contribute 
Yours is to contribute the way the insti- that in, in such a way that the institution is going to be built and the institution is going to be established. You're not just there to contribute however you like or to pioneer however you like. It must be according to what God has said should be done. Do you understand this? Praise God forevermore. Glory to God. So, all right. So let's come now to Galatians chapter number five and verse six. And let's talk about this. Okay. It says, for if, for if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith activated and energized and expressed and working through love. So the first thing that I need you to, or one of the things I've said so many first things, but one of the things that I need you to realize out of this is that institutions are born out of an understanding of the love of God. So for the love of God for you and the love of God for people. So you must realize that God loves you enough to have given you the faith to birth an institution that is going to be of benefit to people because God, because God loves people. Do you understand how this thing works? So you know that you are trying to birth an institution out of the revelation of God's love or put it this way. You are birthing institutions. You're not trying to. You're birthing institutions out of the revelation of God's love for you. And then that institution actually exists as a demonstration of God's love for people. You see, this has to be our motivating force for birthing anything. Whenever you use money as a motivation, Okay, that money is going to not last. Many times money is even afraid of people who are chasing it. That's the truth. If you're chasing money, money will be running away from you. Okay, money, money prefers the company of people who are generous with it, who don't, who don't really send it, who don't really care about it. So if you make your life about money, you'll keep chasing it for the rest of your life. For, but the motivation for institutions must be the contributions that we are making in the earth and this is one of the reasons why i believe god has sent us to teach this because people must realize that we have come to this earth to contribute do you understand to to lend our voices to be god's hand and feet in the earth okay to be to depend on the father's love to use us to bring the father's love to other people this is how this thing works and you must understand it so if we look at this text it says that the only thing that matters is faith activated so the first thing that you must do is activate your faith for institutions what is the thing you want to birth now switch on your faith concerning that thing turn your faith on all right and it's as simple stay in the place of in the place in the meditative state in fellowship with the spirit under the influence of the holy ghost and let him tell you what to have faith for 
and then you switch on your faith you activate your faith you take scriptures that promises you of that thing or scriptures that promise you about that stuff and you turn your faith on all right and then the next thing to do okay is to first activate your faith second energize your faith how do you energize your faith you remind yourself that god loves you that's what that's the energy for your faith that you're not just trying to accomplish something that the, that God loves you, all right? You are not just, you're not trying to force something out of God's hand that he's not willing to give, that he actually loves you and he has given you all that you need. So you must believe that the father loves you. I guess what I'm saying, you're not trying to force things. He loves you. That's the energy, all right, that your faith thrives on. The energy that our faithful institutions thrive on is the fact that we are not trying to um, twist God to do something that he's not willing to do. Rather, you know, he's very willing and able, all right, and has done that which we are in faith for. I get what I'm saying. You must realize that this is the energy for your faith. So the next thing that it says is expressed. All right, express. In other words, what, what did we say about express? Talk about it. Speak about it. Express your faith for that institution. Speak about it. Okay, talk to people who are close to you about it. Express your faith. I believe that I am going to be a major voice in this industry. I believe that the Lord is going to use me to do X or to do Y. But you must express that faith. And let me tell you another way of expressing your faith. It is going in the direction of what you believe. Don't just sit down and say, I believe, I believe, I believe. Start going in the direction of what you believe. Start, if it's a company you want to birth, start getting a name for that company. I get what I'm saying. Start registering that company. Start going in the direction of that which you believe. Express your faith. Use your words to express it. And then use your actions to begin to go in the direction of that which you have believed and then you know the next thing is working you know your faith is going to work it's going to produce results you can't put all of this together and then have the love of god as the basis or the denominator all right for your expectation and then it will fail no it's not going to fail praise god forevermore so i want to encourage you as we close out on this conversation all right to have faith for big things have faith for institutions you know have faith for big things in fact believe that you already have faith believe that you already have faith now begin to release your faith in other words switch on your faith activate your faith do you get what i'm saying the next thing i want you to do is i want you to do is find your place in the earth and make big impacts there are you a pioneer then pioneer you know by the revelation of the love of god are you a contributor then contributes by the revelation of the love of god and remember you are sometimes pioneering somewhere and contributing elsewhere and in other places you are the pioneer in another place whilst you are the contributor somewhere else but whatever you do make sure that you find your place and that you are ready to make big impacts in the earth the whole idea 
is that you actually recognize the whole idea or the whole essence of all of these things that we are saying is that you recognize that you are here to make a big impact in the earth and let me put it like this recognize that you are here on a purpose and for a purpose i get what i'm saying so galatians 5 and verse 6 says that the only thing that counts remember hebrews chapter number 11 all right hebrews chapter number 11 and verse 6 or thereabout says that without faith is impossible it is impossible to please god so the only thing that counts is your faith not your performance not your trying to impress god looks at your faith and you must realize that your faith is a gift i get what i'm saying your faith is a gift from god so get your faith to be activated what this means brothers and sisters is that you would have to take some time to sit down and actually write the things that you are in faith for don't just live a struggling life where whatever comes will come whatever will be will be and all that no what are you in faith for what are you in faith for and when you switch on your faith make sure you don't turn off your faith when you switch on your faith and then you begin to see contradictory winds and contradictory voices that's not the time to switch turn off your faith in fact when you turn on your faith and then all of a sudden people who used to be friends with you don't lo no, no longer want to be friends with you anymore they are leaving things seems to be breaking out all around you that is not a good time to turn off your faith some people might accuse you of being overly ambitious some people might say some people might misunderstand your motive and all of that those are not good enough reasons for you to turn off your faith i get what i'm saying and always give energy to your faith what is the energy your faith feeds on the energy your faith will feed on is the love of god for you faith should not exist in isolation faith should exist depending on the love of god all right you're not just trying to cook up something all right the energy for your faith is that god actually loves me you see if a person is in faith to be healed in their body for example that faith will be boosted when they meditate or that faith will be energized when they meditate on the revelation of god's love for them are you getting what i'm saying through the revelation of god's love for you birthing institutions becomes a function of love i get what i'm saying and what do i mean by this number one your understanding of god's love for you and you receiving that love and then number two your love for others out of the revelation of god's love for you you know the funny thing is that many people don't love other people many people are not birthing institutions out of love and that's why the institutions are failing many people are not birthing institutions out of love people are birthing institutions because they want to survive they are starting businesses because they want you know things are hard times are hard you must realize that god does not live in nigeria's economy so in god's balance the only reason for something to exist should be love are you getting what i'm saying so even when you go to pray you know you are praying out of the idea that the reason why this must exist is because 
I know that this is a vehicle through which you're going to show people your love. You know, so these are bases for conversations in your time of fellowship with the Lord. And I pray that this helps you. I pray that you have faith for institutions. I pray that you actually have faith for big things, that you actually birth big things in your life, that you see that God has loved you to be able to give you institutions and that your institutions being born are a demonstration of God's love for the people. I pray that the wisdom that you need will be available to you in the times when you need it. I pray that the strategic connections and the strategic relationships that are needed to help you birth, hallelujah, are available to your life in the name of Jesus. I pray that all that God has sent you in the earth to do will be accomplished by you and you will not be discouraged or distracted by um, negative influences. You will not be discouraged or distracted by dissecting by dissenting voices. You will not be distracted or discouraged in that which God has sent you to birth. That your eyes will be fixed on what Jesus has called you to do. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you have faith for institutions, that you have the ability to give birth to institutions, that you have the wisdom of God opening up your mind and your thoughts to the direction that God would have you look in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you are processing things the way God will have you process them and that speed and acceleration has come to your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Birth institutions by the Spirit. You have faith for it in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are doing big and mighty stuff in the earth. You're not just strolling on this earth, but your contribution is meaningful and your contribution is impactful. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. So switch on your faith and get it energized and every now and again express it and it will work praise god i want to say thank you for joining us on this masterclass. i believe that you have been thoroughly impacted by it please leave a comment and let us know how much this masterclass has been a blessing to you we look forward to conference day three on sunday we will be coming your way again with yet another powerful session and let's look forward to that i want to say i love you all god bless you it's been a delight bringing you this masterclass. i look forward to seeing you in the next session god bless you and bye-bye